who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Wander with us into a world of magic. Do you lack magic? Where old stories take on a new life and the world is teeming with possibilities. Well, for the last time, we're not kissing, Fritz. Join Jenny and Madeline in this fantastical audio drama as they journey into the stories you grew up with. Okay, Gown. Let's do this. And reinvent fairy tales with a feminist twist. Ready for your next adventure? Then we'll see you soon in the forest of feminist fairy tales. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast where we break down politics, government structure, and dive into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm Arden Walentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the presidential pardon. So grab your neighborhood felon. And let's get civical. Welcome to the show. I'm Lizzie Stewart. And I'm Arden Walentowski. And today we are going to be talking about presidential pardons. Heard of her? Pardon me, ma'am. Excuse me. I beg your pardon. Exa- that's right, you do. That's exactly you how beg. it happens. Thank you. Have a good night. We love you. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> See you next week. Uh, um, yeah. Th- uh, I am very excited to talk about presidential pardons. But really? before we talk about presidential pardons, oh my God. we literally must define words. Great. Yeah. And I want you to define To define words. the words. Okay, great. Because there's the different terms yep. that all mean kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Methinks. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> great. Well, well, hopefully you won't hate it after we define some of these terms. Try me. Okay. So the two terms that are actually like in the Constitution are pardon and reprieve. Love. Right. Okay. But let's take just a step back. I'm you. I just took like one, a two oop, touch. Oop, oop, those oop, are my step steps. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about these. All these things fall under the word clemency, which just refers to like 
a general act of leniency or mercy like within the justice system. So a pardon from a political official is a government decision that allows a person who has been convicted of a crime to be freed and absolved of that conviction if there was a conviction. So that's generally, you know, that's what a we're talking. Presidential pardon, there are gubernatorial pardons, yes. et cetera, et cetera. Yes. There's also amnesty. Okay, great. Love it. See? More more terms. More terms. Mm-hmm. An amnesty is when that uh, when uh somebody issues a pardon for a group of people. Okay, so like the president is like Lizzie and Arden, amnesty. Or does it have to be more than two? It would be, yeah. I mean, that would be a couple. Lizzie and Arden and our producer Kate. Right. Amnesty. Amnesty. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Let's say if we had more. done something that was egregious altogether. Give us time. Great. <laughs> Give us time. <laughs> we are in Brooklyn. <laughs> Anything is possible in uh, Brooklyn. <laughs> Do you read the news? No sleep. So, yeah. So, like, an example of an amnesty would be when President Carter... <gasps> You know I love President Friend Carter. Friend of the show, of the Jimmy. Show. Listen, I would die. My actual I best friend, die. Jimmy Carter. We should have him on the show. I love this short old man so much. Jimmy, if I you're just... listening, which I know you are, first of all, love you. Second of all, call me and let's get you I on the show. show. We will come to wherever you are. Uh, yes. Where I will help he? build Habitat for Humanity. Me um, too. We'll build a house. <gasps> We have to make this happen. Oh, God. Now we have to build a house. Now we have to build a house. Shoot. It's fine. And we have to go to D.C. It's all going to happen. So amnesty. Yes. Take it back. Jimmy Carter. Is like when Carter gave amnesty, or an example of amnesty, is when Carter gave it to the people who had evaded the draft during the Vietnam War. Oh, yes, 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 so yes, So like yes. everybody who was like, I gotta, I'm I don't want to do this because this draft. Is a bad thing. I gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. He gave them all amnesty. So they weren't, they were no longer, you know, breaking the law. Yeah. So amnesty just basically means you cannot be tried for this yeah. crime yeah like you can't if you if somebody was going to try you or if you had been tried if you had been convicted it like nullifies it. it's like goodbye yeah i release you go love. go go fly away okay. free bird great yep. i love then there's a reprieve talk to me about the, what that means which is the other one that's in the constitution it's a temporary postponing of a criminal sentence um, usually particularly a death sentence. But like postponing, not like it's gone forever. No, it's, it's just, just like a postponement. You're yeah. going to die in now six months. Right. Okay. The other term that some kind, sometimes gets thrown around is a commutation of a sentence. Yes. Which just reduces a judicial sentence to one to a punishment that's less severe. So it's like you had the death penalty, now you have life without parole. Like that? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Something that's like less severe. In terms of pardons, yes. A presidential pardon can be conditional or unconditional. Like my love. Right. So what's the difference between conditional and unconditional pardons, not my love? Right. Conditional is when the effectiveness of the of the pardon depends on the person who's being pardoned fulfilling some kind of condition or like some kind of status. So like the governor of Governor Cuomo of New York, heard of him? Heard of him? Fix the MTA, Cuomo. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. We were late. We were late to this very recording. Because of the MTA. So he recently issued a pardon for a conditional pardon that restored the right to vote for New Yorkers who were on parole. Oh. But he did it with conditions. Okay. So the governor, uh, Governor Cuomo, issued this pardon and had some conditions. So it's including if the person is living successfully in the community by maintaining required contact with his or her parole officer and remaining at liberty of the time of the review. And then they'll, they're like reviewing people who are on parole to see if they meet those standards. Mm-hmm. But if they, if there's a parolee who does not meet those conditions, they don't get the Then they lose their, yeah, they like aren't. They no longer enjoy the right to vote. The right to vote. 
under the pardon because it's Got a it. conditional pardon. And then an unconditional pardon is just it's like, like, go with God. Go with God. Godspeed. I release you. Like what Joe Arpaio got. Sweet Joe. We'll talk about him later. Uh-huh. Great. Great. Yeah. I love I love the definitions. I know, right? It's good. Um, you can also uh, exclude people from a pardon. Good. Right? Because what I love most is a club. <laughs> Where so, you have to meet a requirement. So it's like middle school all over again. I'm it's so very triggered. Much like you can go. You need to stop. Yeah. So you can exclude parties from from pardons. How? Just by writing in who who it doesn't apply to. So <gasps> if we go back to Carter, let's go back. I he did not. Uh, the people that he excluded from his pardon of the uh, Vietnam uh, draft dodgers mm-hmm. were military deserters so if you oh i see yeah so if you went to war and then you were like actually can't do this this is a fucked up bullshit and left you didn't get a pardon or if you were a, a convicted civilian protester who had engaged in acts of violence interesting yeah so not just if you protested the war like but that if was you fine were, like arrested for causing a riot basically and it was violent yeah yeah then he was like actually you don't get the pardon either yeah what a little jimmy i know he's maybe the love of my life i don't know you tell me you tell me Mm -hmm. sparks are flying between me and jimmy carter (laughs) and now there are rules there are presidential pardons which i'm going to talk about so they can only be applied to federal crimes yes uh because (laughs) the state crimes go to governors yeah and or legislate each state has like different rules. It's like resigned to whatever constitution of the state says. Of course they do. Yeah. S- sidebar. Do you know I have a copy of the Texas state constitution in my no. childhood home that I found maybe like eight years ago? Why? Why do you have this? Is I it yours? don't know. <laughs> I just I found it in my home. It wasn't like my, I didn't find it in like my childhood bedroom, like right. under my diaries. Like box. No, I it was just in my like my parents had like put it away in a cabinet somewhere and we were like cleaning it out. I was like, why do we have a copy of the right. Texas constitution? I'll have to see if they still have it. I will have them mail it to me. <laughs> oh it's so God. silly. My dream is that it's like the actual constitution. You right. know what I mean? And I, my family has been chosen to and keep you're gonna, it. Right. And you're going to go on that like antiquity show where Hezla. they like find shit behind frames and stuff. That's on like TLC or yeah, something. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's your jam. All right. That's my future. It also probably just says like go railroads. Hashtag railroads. <laughs> so so part, presidential pardons can only be applied to federal ones because the states are doing their own thing. They're living their own lives. They're grown adults. They don't need to have a parent hovering over them, telling them what to do. Love it. That's exactly what the Constitution says. Okay. The Constitution gives very few restrictions on who a president can pardon, which is a total big surprise. It's like they can't have like, Im- there's just not impeachment. Yeah, right. they, they like can't pardon themselves for impeachment. Right. Or any other elected official. Because you can impeach other officials. Oh, sure, sure. Right. Yes, yes, yes. But like, so as long as it's not like an impeachment offense, they can literally do whatever. They can them. do whatever. And want. this is, again, I just, like, how how could they not have gotten, like, any more specific? I'm sorry. my really uh, up I there. just hit puberty. <laughs> how could they have not gotten any more specific about who can be pardoned? Like, like, can you, cause they, it's just, you know know what I mean? I know. know. Like, how can they not have been like, okay, you can pardon anybody, but like killers. I don't know. Like (laughs) (laughs) no pardoning, no pardoning, no pardoning murders. No, I mean, no pardoning British people. You know, I don't know. Like think of the time. (laughs) 
I know. They had to fall. They had to let out their sentence. It's right. like, I can't believe that they didn't give any restrictions. I know. It's, no pardoning brunettes. There's, <laughs> I don't know. This is my They definitely would not have pardoned women. Let's just leave yeah. that there. <laughs> women literally don't deserve pardons. Not people. Not people. Love. Love. I also think that like, it's like one of those moments where like the founding fathers were like, you know, we don't know what's going to happen oh, with yeah. our startup. Like it could crash and burn. It Just could no faith. be really good. No faith. We had no, they had no faith. They're um, like, this is, I see max 50 years for this country. Yeah. Like somebody else is going to come along and fix. And I just think that they were like, this one offense seems really bad. Yeah. Also, they didn't really have a court system. So like right. trying to figure out like who. It was just going to be George. Were, right. <laughs> Being like running the courts. No. Being like, okay, guys, wait. Okay. So I have to decide who is not guilty now. Can you imagine? Wait. What? Honestly. What? I think it's hysterical that you just made him like a judge because we're going to get to this in a second. No, but here's a funny thing. We're going to get to it in a second. In the Federalist Papers, that's right. And they're all, the ones that we're going to talk about are both by Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> Don't know um, what that's from. It just pops up. It's a little up. bop, yeah. They, Hamilton calls the office of the president the chief magistrate. OMG. Right? I love how right? Alexander Hamilton just like ignores everything that's going on and just like calls it what he wants it He's to like, be. And his, like these federal, we should just keep going. We'll talk about the Federalist Papers in a second. Okay, great. Hashtag Federalist Papers. Other rules of presidential pardons. You don't have to be charged with a crime to be pardoned. Like Nixon, hashtag do we know Nixon? We know Nixon. Um, Ford pardoned Nixon of all... Of all things, mm-hmm. of all crimes and misdemeanors against the United States, yep. before he was, he like was never fully convicted of a crime. No, he wasn't charged. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Right. He was, it was just like, in, ca- in case you okay, are, like, guys, I'm just like having a premonition, rich. like in the future, we're pardoned. Goodbye. Pardon. Goodbye. You're, you're fine. Arden, I, I pardon you. Oh my God. I pardon I'm you so for any like literally anything you do <laughs> in the future let's just call it let's just call it a wash great that's a, that was the exact um quote mm-hmm. from ford right okay let's go let's go let's just call this a wash okay quote, let's call it a wash end quote end quote yeah and oh a pardon can also be preemptively issued for the person of future charges aka our friend mm-hmm. joe arpaio joe arpaio who is trash <laughs> i actually looked up I, pull, I i looked up his actual pardon which like it's kind of a joke like, it is a joke it's he's a, a joke i of, hate him it's i joe arpaio was what was that word you said oh what was it what was he it? thinks oh, uh, something how do they say trash <laughs> it's like a single sheet of paper that just says like president of the united states and then like gobbledygook is joe it just arpaio. the word it's pardon like, <laughs> and then it says pardon and then it says like for these offenses and then other future so i literally like took the language out of the pardon because it says it pardons him for his conviction in 2017 in arizona and quote for any other offenses under chapter 21 of title 18 U.S. united states code that might arise or be charged in connection with melendrez v arpaio like anything so that just could like- come up a, a, a security blanket of yep. the future. Yep. That's it. He just like, he doesn't have to worry about that case anymore. Yeah. So okay. All well, of this. All of this to say, talk to me about the pardon attorney. Cause this is a, this is new to me. 
the pardon attorney. I had no idea that this existed either. It's that's it's crazy that this exists and we have no idea. And we have no idea. So there's something called the pardon attorney, and (laughs) and it's me, (laughs) and it's Lizzie. She's also the president. Uh, I am a girl with many hats. I'm a modern woman. I think that just means you're a girl. (laughs) Exactly right. The pardon attorney, according to the Justice Department. Love her. Is the the office of the pardon attorney assists assists the president Mm. in the exercise of executive clemency. So under the Constitution, the president's clemency power extends only to federal criminal offenses. And all requests for executive clemency for federal offenses are directed to the pardon attorney for investigation and review. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The pardon attorney prepares the department's recommendation to the president for final disposition of each application. Oh, God. Executive clemency may take several forms, like we said, including a pardon, a commutation of sentence, remission of fine or, or uh, restitution and reprieve. Which is basically saying there's like an application process. And there's a shit. gatekeeper mm-hmm. who says yes, no, yes, no. Right. Or like I recommend yes, no, yes, right. no. They like dig through the person's past. Wow. Uh, what, like how are they doing now in jail? Do they deserve it? Like what's the story? Yeah. And then they make a recommendation to the president. So hundreds of they get hundreds of applications each year. I bet. God, is it? Right? Okay, this Actually, is. I thought it would be more. Oh, really? It's only hundreds. And I was like, I don't thought that would have been in the thousands. Like, there are just so many. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. I know. I think that, yeah. I think there's probably year. a lot of people charged with federal crimes who probably don't know that they can apply for a presidential, presidential pardon. Do you know what the other thing that kind of surprised me? And then when you think about it, it's actually the right thing is that mm. it's free. <laughs> Oh, there's no fee. Oh, like if you apply to New York State to like add a doing business name, that shit is twenty five dollars. Oh my gosh! But you want to apply to a for a presidential pardon? That shit is free. I can't apply to anything without being charged. So the pardon attorney, yeah. So they see hundreds of applications each year, and is it just okay? This is a silly question. Is it one person like the pardon attorney? Is that? I think that's just the office. That's there's just the got to be more than yeah. Could you imagine one dude? One dude just being like, like, oh, oh man. <laughs> I'm never going to finish this. <laughs> no, no. Everybody's a no. <laughs> it's one stressed out guy named Greg just like, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> okay, so I think it's more than one person. I love. God hope. It is free to apply. There's no rule or law that says that somebody who wants a presidential pardon has to go through the office of um, the pardon attorney and there's no ruler law that says the president has to listen to their recommendation. Well, that's not surprising, but wait, the first one, does that mean I could like type up an email and be like, Hey, will you you pardon me? Sure. And send that. Yeah. Or if you like wanted to go golf with Trump, Mm, which, you know, I do. I know you would love nothing more than to just spend a couple of hours on the green with, with hitting the balls with Trump, with Trump. And if you had done something wrong and you wanted his pardon, that you could then I'd say be like, like hey. on the ninth hole. Yeah. Hey, 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 I'll let you win this one. Look at me. If you pardon. Look me. in my eyes. Yeah. I think you want to pardon me. Yeah. Look at this. Look at this remorse. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm upset. I'm upset. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. Okay. So you don't have to apply, but that's typically how people it's apply done and how the president becomes aware of people who would like to apply. Unless it's like a hot, hot topic. Right. So fun fact, most, if not all of Trump's pardons haven't gone through the OPA. He's had. Uh, <laughs> what? 
Wait a second. This shock, is very unlike him. He is lashing out and acting up. It's I, nothing I've ever seen He is before. a by-the-book yep. guy. Yep. I know. It's surprising. You'd really think he'd be more careful. And uh, it's the big remaining question with presidential pardons is that it's unclear if the president uh, can pardon himself. Right. That's the big question. Right. And that's where I want to go back to 17 Hamanashah when they were putting this pen to parchment mm-hmm. being like, I don't know who we shouldn't pardon. Right. I feel like how did they not come up with themselves? I feel like they didn't foresee that. Like, I, I don't think they ever thought how, that What do you mean executive, they didn't foresee it? They didn't foresee know. Trump? <laughs> They didn't foresee Trump. That's fair. Although they did have like the King of Britain or England or whatever the fuck his title is. King like, George. King George. So like they did have him. They had an example. And yeah. actually like in the Federalist Papers, which we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about hashtag Federalist Hamilton papers. talks about the executive in relation to the king and to a governor. Mm-hmm. So he's like placing the power of the presidential pardon in like in a context. Yeah. And so it's funny that like they didn't just like they didn't they weren't just like go the we, f- extra mile right to just be like and you know what he can't pardon himself. That's just to me like basic math. Yeah, so that's like the outstanding question. There are some standards for pardon approval. Well, thank God. What if are you the go standards through the OPA? What are the standards? You uh, have to be alive. You have to. Be, that's not even true. Can't you get pardoned posthumously? Oh, I don't know. Can you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, there's a ooh, there's a Wikipedia category. People have received posthumous pardons. It's a total thing. <gasps> Great. So you can totally be pardoned post like basically like make sure this is not part of their legacy. Oh, their record. Yeah. Got it, got it. Okay, great. There are standards, so you don't even have to be alive. You don't even have to be alive. Nope. I love. And they the rest of the standards includes uh the applicant's post conviction conduct, character, and reputation. Great. So if they've been a good boy or girl right. or but non-binary. That, not right. But that also depends on like the correction officers. Like who are they going to for that information? Like yeah. it opens up some worms and stuff. It also includes the seriousness and relative recentness of the offense, the applicant's acceptance of responsibility, remorse and atonement, and the applicant's need for relief. Mm-hmm. So you have to like admit your guilt basically. Yeah, and you have to be sorry, and yeah. you have to be good, and you have to be... Well, the reason why I say that is because it's, like, people who are perhaps wrongfully convicted and who don't right. want to admit that they're guilt right. because they're not. Right. Like, that's a, a dicey... Like, they can't right. they're apply not gu- for a presidential, for a presidential pardon. pardon if they don't feel... If they're not guilty. And yeah, they well, if they're trying it, to, like, yeah. prove their innocence because they didn't do it. Right. Okay, that is the Office of the Pardon Attorney. Mm-hmm. You can also... So the way that the pardon, like, works in reality mm. um give it to me straight yeah is that it doesn't erase the charge or conviction on somebody's record mm-hmm. it basically creates like a balance so you see like yes they were convicted of a crime but then they were laid in part later pardoned for for that crime and any future related crimes and so it's a wash it's a wash yeah i wonder and you may not know the answer to this but if you do chime in <laughs> certain like felonies that carry like you know like they're in some states um convicted felons can't vote for instance right right if you're pardoned if things like that are restored like like um oh yeah post conviction or post um sentence after you get out of prison right if you still have to do or if those like um things still apply to you or not yeah i don't know i don't know either 
questions. Questions. If you questions. know, call me. Yeah. Let's talk about history, or as I like to call her, history. History. So, <laughs> it this is crazy. You're gonna freak out. Oh my god, I can feel it. I can. I can already feel it. The I'm U.S. So hot already. The U.S. presidential pardon uh-huh. has roots in the British monarchy. Shut crazy. the front door. Crazy. Shut the front door. We have door. never in our history pulled anything from Great Britain. And now here we are. I'm just kidding. We pulled everything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, um, it's traced back to 7th century kings. We all knew who they were. They were <laughs> John, Jacob, Samuel, George, and William. Um, probably a Henry or something Oh, they're like sure that. to be a Henry. A Charles. A Louis. A Louis. And the, so, yeah. So it, we have, it comes from there. And mm-hmm. in the Constitution, this is the verbiage. Oh, read, please. That read. is found in the Constitution. So let's once again pull out our handy-dandy constitutions. We're going to Article 2, Section 2, a popular section and a popular article. This is what it says. <clears throat> The president shall be commander in chief of the army and navy of the United States and of the militia of the several states. When called into the actual service of the United States, he may require the opinion in writing of the principal officer in each of the executive departments upon any subject relating to the duties of their respective offices. And he shall have power to grant reprieves and pardons for the offenses against the United States, except in the cases of impeachment. I feel like you were channeling Theresa May. <laughs> Look, I might have been. Bless her heart. Bless her heart. She Especially is being knocked down. She has taken one I just blow after the other. Theresa, call me so I can tell you that it doesn't look like Brexit's happening for you. No. Yeah, right. so that's what the Constitution says. It's just that last little sentence that the, he shall have power to grant reprieves and pardons for offenses against the United States, except in the cases of impeachment. Right. And that's where we get this from. It's great. It's like one sentence. It's not even yep. a full sentence. It's like, it's like half a thought that creates this whole structure. Structure. Right. It creates a, an office of attorney. You know, like, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> There are multiple people. We There's have so many people yeah. that come from half of a sentence. I also love that it says offenses against, where does it say? Offenses against the against United, United States. States. That to me is like treason. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like just because you're convicted of a federal level crime. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily mean it's against the United States. Yeah. It just means maybe the thing you did, you did in two states. Right. And that's now federal. Like, right. I, it's such a weird. Well, I guess back verbiage. then it was like because the United States was four people and a goat. Right. That any crime committed was a, was probably against one of the four people <laughs> or the goat. So uh, like that is the United States. <laughs> you took our goat. You took our goat. You're going to pay. And, and maybe pardoned. And maybe pardoned. Uh, okay, um, so we've been waiting all episode to talk about hashtag Federalist the Papers. Federalist Papers. I so do I do love the Federalist Papers. They really lay it on me. Okay, so there are two Federalist Papers that talk about the presidential pardon. The first one is Federalist Paper number 69. Let's all pull it out. Mm-hmm. Federalist Paper number 69. It's by Alexander Hamilton. Heard of him. Written on March 14th, 1788. Oh my God, it was literally almost the Habata Shabata year anniversary. Right, exactly. Love. <laughs> We're four days off. 
Happy anniversary, Alexander Hamilton. So in this Federalist Paper, it clarifies the powers of the presidency. And like I said, it differentiates it from the King of England and the position of governor. So he was really <laughs> trying to like place it in context and be like, is it just like a, a graph? Not- like this is a king. Yeah. This is a governor. <laughs> and in between is a president. president. It's like a pendulum. And he's really trying hard with his like, so therefores, if thou ands to uh, like really... Uh- give like the readers some idea about like we know this and he's writing this like uh, the constitution has already been written back in Shemana Hamana and it's like it's been passed and so he's really trying to be like I know this is what it says but just for clarity's sake (laughs) humor me guys literally humor me on this hear me on this I just want to make sure that we all understand even though like in these federalist papers like nobody they don't they're not like law like, yeah, this would have papers. been nice if this you had is been like journals, right? At best, at best. And I mean, like there are the other Federalist Papers, which I'm sure will come up on different episodes, are written by like Madison and like all these people. <laughs> you know him, you know him. So in this particular, so this is the language that he says. He says the power of the president in respect to pardons would extend to all cases except those of impeachment. Oh my gosh! Right? Uh, he all capped that. Was it all in all caps Actually, on parchment? I don't know. I might have all capped that. I again <laughs> hope to God. I hope it was in all caps. I hope it was underlined. I hope it was like seventeen seventy six italicized. Like I hope it was just the whole thing. Oh my god! I hope we went over it three times to create a nice bold font. <laughs> <laughs> except those of impeachment. <laughs> oh my god! What if that was true? Look, I don't know. Maybe it is. I love. Prove me wrong. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the governor of New York, which he like like picks this person out by name or like by office. The governor of New York, John, <laughs> <laughs> may pardon in all cases, even in those of impeachment. Okay. Right? Okay. Yep. Except for treason mm. and murder. Wait, what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> is not the power. So this is, he's asking a rhetorical question now. I as, love it. As they did to his back, audience back in the days <laughs> when it was like super like a really constructive way of teaching people things. Brilliant. Is not the power of the governor in this article on a calculation of political consequences greater than that of the president. So he's like arguing that the governor based on like what he has the power to pardon actually has more power than the president. Well, because he can pardon, pardon. himself. Oh no, he can pardon impeachment. He can, yeah, he can pardon impeachment, and he can also like pardon. He can't pardon for murder or treason. Which uh, I mean, treason like, I get because isn't treason that's like a federal? Right? Can, can you commit treason against the state of New York? Is that a thing? No. <gasps> wow, I know. We'll investigate so and get questions. back to you we if we can. Treason. I probably already have hashtag Just MTA. The number of, exactly. you know what an act of treason is? The, the goddamn MTA. MTA. Yeah. So we'll look up if you can commit treason against the state. But yeah, it makes sense that you, if a governor, assuming that that's a federal thing, right, can't pardon treasons, murder. I feel like why not? Why not um, pardon murder? Yeah. Like why can't a governor I mean, pardon? We do. No, I know, but why in here he's like oh. That like wasn't a thing. Probably because they used to do that. Like you know, what's that? Because there's only seven people in a goat. There's only seven so. people in a goat, and they were like, "We need. We know he's a dick, but we need that seventh person." And yeah. so you shot him, and you can't. You're not going to get away with it. Yeah. Also, I feel like they used to have a lot of like gun duels. Yeah. And they just shot each other all the time. We're like, we can't go through all of the. You know. <laughs> yeah. That would be a lot of work. Love. Um. Right. 
So what's the other Federalist paper? So the paper? other Federalist paper is Federalist paper number 74, also by Alexander Hamilton. He had a lot of feelings on the presidential pardon. He he's the did. only one who wrote about it. I love it. I just see him at home. There's a candle right. and he's just scribbling. Nobody listens to me. He's very angry. At, it's, it's just sick people, me and a goat. <laughs> And none of them are listening. The fucking goat peed on me. And so I'm I'll just show over them it. by writing these papers that have no legal standing. So after this line in the Constitution that says, like, the pardon, the president, to pardon, blah, 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 the yes. thing we've read, he quotes that and then says, humanity and good policy conspire to dictate that the benign prerogative of pardoning should be as little as possible fettered or embarrassed. <laughs> he literally was writing this and he had a fucking thesaurus right next to him. <laughs> a thesaurus, a dictionary. He was opening it and be like, what's another hot word? <laughs> <laughs> but essentially what he's saying is, uh, like, don't embarrass us, president, by, ab- by abusing the power by pardoning somebody who doesn't deserve it. Love yeah. that. Because basically he was saying, like, this person probably will have like a righteous soul, you know, be a good person, a good human. The president? And the president. Oh, Alex, um, call me. <laughs> right. And so he was like, please just don't fuck it up. Don't, don't this embarrass up. me at the grocery store. Do not embarrass me in front of the family. <laughs> we have guests. <laughs> so then he says, he goes on to say, the reflection that the fate of a fellow creature oh depended on his sole fiat. Okay, he's got the dictionary out again. <laughs> he's, he's drunker than he was before. He's been taking shots. Would naturally inspire scrupulousness and caution. The dread of being accused of weakness or connivance would beget equal circumspection, <laughs> through, though of a different kind. So he's basically saying the same thing. Like, this, the, the weight of pardoning somebody would weigh so heavy... Mm. on the president yeah. that he, obviously he, would want to take extreme caution and really dive deep really into what it. this means for this person to be pardoned. And enter Trump. Mm-hmm. There's like three more little bullet points that I want to read. Great. Go. Okay. okay. The expediency of vesting the power of pardoning in the president has, if I mistake not. Oh, my God. I love <laughs> If I mistake not, being only contested in relation to the crime of treason, this it has been urged ought to have a ought to have depended upon the assent of one or both of the branches of the legislative body. I just sorry, I love the if I mistake not being like <laughs> if I'm not wrong <laughs> or like correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> That's literally what he's saying. <laughs> Becky, if you think I'm wrong, then you can get out and Did, walk. Look, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure this is what it is. Correct me if I'm wrong. I know I'm not wrong. It's a hypothetical. <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> I think Alexander was like bitchy and I love him for it. He was a bitchy queen. He was. Oh, my God. I love love. Um. Because also that, like, I mistake not, first of all, y'all couldn't see it, but I immediately threw up my finger and head shook. I you was gave like, it sass, because how can, cause <laughs> how can you not? It is sass If I mistake not, like, I know I mistake not, because all I'm doing is coming home every night, reading books about the same thing and going absolutely batshit crazy. The hypothetical questions he's asking are to the voices in his head. He is out of his mind. Alexander Hamilton needed a hobby. No one was there. 
This was a cry for help and nobody was reaching out to him. Alex, call me. I will help you. Oh, my God. Oh, God, I fucking love you. You're so amazing. Thank okay. you so much. Also, Alex, if you're listening, you're amazing, too. And you're amazing, don't too. don't let George, George, John, or Jacob tell you any differently. You you march to the beat of your own little queen drummer, your honey. Own drum. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All Arden is having a meltdown, and I love it. Oh, my God, it's so good. Okay. The good news is he's not done writing. No, he comes back with more. Also, this part about, like, it has been urged uh, ought to have de- that it ought to have depended on the assent of one or both of the branches of the legislative body. Like he's saying, like maybe this, like it, it's probably fine that the president <laughs> has the power to pardon, but like maybe it shouldn't. maybe it shouldn't just be that way. I love. <laughs> maybe we should kick it to Congress. Yeah, at least one chamber. Right. That that didn't happen. Okay, so then (laughs) none of this happens. So then he goes on to say, but there are also strong objections to such a plan. Of course. It is not to be doubted that a single man of prudence and good sense is better fitted in delicate conjectures to balance the motives which may plead for and against the remission of the punishment than any numerous body whatsoever. I literally couldn't disagree with this more. <laughs> He's like, one person's opinion is better than a group of people. Like, that's literally what he's saying. That's exactly what he's one saying. one guy, George Washington, <laughs> should have the only the say as opposed to, like, the other six of us and the goat who make up this country. <laughs> that is exactly what he's saying. He's I, like, this one person can probably make a more informed decision. Right. It's like, the delicacies. It's like, he would have been like, we can't put this in a Google Doc because it's just too many people are going to comment and have opinions and we should just like keep this to ourselves on a phone call. Yeah. Like, that's that's his like rationale in yeah. 1788. It's just too many cooks in the kitchen. Okay, great. Um, okay. It deserves particular attention that treason will often be connected with seditions, which which I think they mean, like, I think they were anticipating like more states leaving the union. Like people joined this <laughs> like, union. We've created a kind of a <laughs> shitty country. I'm not, anti- I'm anticipating some drop off. <laughs> Our recidivism rate is going to be it's gonna super be, low. It's going to go down a couple of knocks. And, and I, I foresee that happening. Why would you stay? There's only seven of us and a goat. Like. <laughs> George is talking to a tree right now. I don't know what's going on. What do we have to offer? Not a whole heck of a lot. Yeah. And so I think like that treason will be will often be connected with seditions is him being like these people who are going to leave our country. Well, that will be seen as a treasonous act. And so like, what are we going to do with their pardons? Yeah. Right. Which like does come up after the Civil War. Yeah. But it just also proves like how wrong Hamilton was. Like he thought people were going to be like, your startup is not, not working yeah, for me. I'm going to pull out. Pull out. I'm going to pull out. And that treason will often be connected with seditions, which embrace a large proportion of the community as lately happened in Massachusetts. <laughs> Do Did we forget what happened in Massachusetts? John. 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 Hello. George Jacob. Jimmer <laughs> It is the second time in this episode we've made the same joke. I just I like love it. Say. We're connected. We're, we're connected. connected. But we're yeah, connected. I love that he <laughs> he doesn't name what happened in Massachusetts. He doesn't even put a month, a date, or like a year. He's just like, you all know what happened in Massachusetts. Okay? There's only three people living there. 
and the goat. So <laughs> remember that time at the bar, Becky? That time at the bar. Do you remember you know exactly what you I'm talking gave about? Me so much attitude, and I was having none of it. <laughs> Oh my god! Sorry, I think so it's happened in Massachusetts. Happened in Massachusetts. As, <laughs> as lately happened in Massachusetts. <laughs> Did you read the paper that came out two years ago? The next edition should be out any year now. <laughs> I really want to know what happened in Massachusetts. Yeah, I know. Now we got to look it up. <laughs> um, okay, in every such this is Hamilton again. In every su- obviously, yeah. <laughs> in every such case. We might expect to see the representation of the people tainted with the same spirit which had given birth to the offense. So he's saying like where there's I think he's saying where there's one treasonous fool, there are a many where there's smoke, there's (laughs) There's fire. fire. And he's yeah. So he's basically like this is the argument against throwing the pardon to the to Congress Uh or either, you know, either chamber because he's saying they can't pardon they can't people yeah they can't listen this would be so much to untangle Mm. we're gonna have so many people leaving our country so let's give it's gonna be a treasonous act it's way too much for congress to handle to like look at all these people first of all it's horse and buggy we gotta get there get there we gotta like that's quill and parchment that's a lot of writing yeah and so they were he was like you know that's too much for them and <laughs> I think it should just be the president. And that's his argument. Yeah. Who is, has so much time on his hands. Right. You know. Right. He ends with. Oh, my God. I know. Oh, this is where he calls him chief magistrate. Let's which I was do like, it. Lord. Just rename Ballard. it. Lord. Call it what you want. Look, that's why I call myself the president. <laughs> if you if you can see it in your mind's eye, if you articulate it, it'll come. It'll manifest. And that's what he's trying to do. I appreciate him for that. He was living by the secrets of the secret without knowing that I he was him. living by the secrets of the secret. Wow. Okay. The last thing he says, the principal argument for reposing the power of pardoning in this case to the chief magistrate is this in seasons of insurrection or rebellion there are often critical moments when a well-timed offer of pardon to the insurgents or rebels may restore the tranquility of the commonwealth and which if suffered to pass unimproved it may never be possible afterwards to recall okay yeah so he's saying like he was, I mean, what he said actually happened after the South seceded and mm-hmm. I almost said receded. After the after South After the hairline receded <laughs> in the South. We all know it. Look, they're prematurely bald. It's very unfortunate. <laughs> That's what happened, you know, because then they were like, well, what do we do with all these Southerners who like left us? Yeah. You left us and hung us out to dry and you cost us a lot of money. And what lives. do we do with you now? And lives and like people died. Half and, of us are dead. And you're fucking ridiculous. And what do we do with you now? And so he was anticipating. Not that particular thing, but I think he was anticipating states being like, I don't, this isn't worth it. Like, we've set up our own state constitution. Yeah. We've got our own economy. Like, what are you giving us? What I What's the benefit of staying with you? Yeah. Let's be honest. Let's Alexander be honest. Hamilton was a soothsayer. Mm-hmm. And he was like, in my mind's eye, I see this being a problem. <laughs> this being a problem. And what I see will come to pass. Right. And so he's saying, like, you know, if we're going to quash this rebellion then we will need a pardon and we will need it quickly so that people, the people who are defecting from our country want to come back right. sooner rather than later. And right. we can all like, he was really arguing it, his argue for holding the pardon in the power of the presidency is really an argument for a united 
union. So interesting. Right? It's putting so much power in one person, Mm -hmm. which is literally why we fought the Revolutionary War was to get away from that thing. To get away from that thing. I mean, and he conveniently overlooks literally all of that. Of course. Mm -hmm. Except he does refer to it as the Commonwealth, which is like so British. I can't even. I can't even. Like we've never been a Commonwealth. No, we don't have common and we don't have wealth. wealth. That's not exactly what we're doing. We have seven people and a goat. What are you talking about? (laughs) What are you talking about? There's also no chief magistrate. Like we have never had a a chief magistrate, except that that's what he seems to call the president. This is his dream journal. I've decided (laughs) This is his dream journal. He like wakes up and he writes in his dream journal. And this is what we came up with. The Federalist Papers. And he's so fucking sassafras. He is. He's like, I went to college. I really see what uh, Lin-Manuel saw in him. Like, I look do at too, me dancing. Honestly, I'm like literally sitting in my chair. I know. I, I am loving <laughs> his writing. This was the best decision we've ever made. And we will do more on the Federalist Papers. Oh do God. not worry. They're a gem and a half. They're they good are. reads. They're good reads. Um, But this is a great way to uh shimmy over into like famous presidential pardons throughout history yes history oh my god i'm so the first presidential pardon pardon numero uno was george washington he came in and he pardoned he pardoned two gentlemen john mitchell and philip weigel who were involved in the whiskey rebellion of uh, 1794 so that was the first one very exciting The president with the most pardons, this is not surprising at all, is, you know him, you love him, friend of the show, FDR, (laughs) who was president for approximately 13 years, uh, give or take. Uh, He had 3,687 pardons. That is so many pardons. Holy fuck. A pardon a day keeps the doctor away. (laughs) (laughs) A lot lot of them came from um, Prohibition. And people who had like oh. committed crime, like were like, I'm fucking drinking. Right. Uh, you can take away my alcohol. I'm going to keep drinking. Oh, there was God a lot bless. of prohibition pardons because people kept getting arrested. People were like, they were drunks. Because they were like, I have nothing to live for. You literally must let Please me drink. let me drink so that I can forget that yeah. I have nothing to live for. Yeah. And honestly, sometimes same. Yes. Literally the same. Um, I know. If, honestly, if prohibition was now, like, lock me up, throw away the key. <laughs> Literally, like, we, it would be like a tumbleweed across Brooklyn. Yeah. Goodbye. I know. All of Brooklyn would be <laughs> locked up. I love that about Brooklyn. So, yeah. FDR had the most pardons. The second most pardons is kind of surprisingly uh, was wet blanket Woodrow Wilson <laughs> with 2,480 um, yeah, I don't know what he was up to, but, uh, it certainly wasn't preventing the second world war, but he was pardoning people. <laughs> <laughs> I hate what Joe Wilson. Um, this is so funny. So that was the president with the most pardons. The president's with the least pardons. There's two. It's a tie at quote at zero. Oh, William Henry Harrison had zero pardons because he straight up died 31 <laughs> days into his presidency. That's not funny. I'm so he literally sorry. was like, I can't do it, and then died. <laughs> so he didn't have a chance to pardon anybody, although I would have been very impressed if he had managed to squeak one out, you know? Right, right. So he has zero. The other president that has zero is James Garfield, who also died because he was assassinated oh six God. months into his presidency. Who was so angry at Garfield? For six months. I mean, I was like, give him some time. Yeah. Assassinated. Wow. So he died. And they never got a chance to fulfill their dreams of pardoning someone. They told me that. 
<laughs> so those are the most and those are the least. And then <laughs> rounding out sort of just like notorious <laughs> pardons, like crazy oh ones throughout history. I love this. I'm so ready. So Abraham Lincoln, you know him. You love him. Love him. Y'all know. Look at a penny. There he is. He pardoned a man accused of bestiality due to his impeccable behavior in prison and no prior record. I mean, if you're in prison for bestiality and they put no beast with you, you're going to be, you're gonna you're be gonna, great. You're going to soar. Right. It's like literally that is they your gave crime. him the tools that he needed to succeed, which was no animals. <laughs> But yeah, I just love that like this came to Abraham's desk and he was like, he seems like he's doing well. <laughs> I'm just really proud of the progress he's making, you know, he hasn't touched one goat. We only have two now, you know, but still like, <laughs> yeah. So he pardoned a man accused of bestiality due also, to his impeccable behavior. When you said <laughs> came to Abraham's desk, my first thought was, it sounds so weird to say Abraham I and not Lincoln. I know. I literally said it and I thought, what? <laughs> I was like, because, we, yeah. Abraham? That's but he and I, name. you know, I call him Abraham. He calls me Lizzie. We're right. very close You're in very that close, way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when he told me that he pardoned a man accused of bestiality, I was like, honey, why? Abraham? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> So that was one. This is another one. Another notorious pardon. We talked about this a little bit. Andrew Johnson, Mm. my sworn enemy, pardoned uh, and offered amnesty to soldiers who fought for the Confederacy. Yeah, he did. He did. So he was like, all of you who've murdered all of us, you're good. (laughs) You're good. Go with God. Let's perpetuate a system of racial inequality for the next hundred years and let's do it together. Yeah. End quote. End quote. Yep. Great. Another notable one that we've touched on, President Gerald Ford, uh, who became president after Nixon resigned. He pardoned Nixon for any involvement that he might have had in the Watergate scandal. Again, he was just like, you know what? Whatever you did, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. But consider it forgotten. Right. This is, okay, we're back at Jimmy Carter. I love, I love him so much. Because we love him. So you talked about the one that he did with the Vietnam soldiers. Another pardon that he gave out that I found literally incredible. He pardoned Patty Hearst for her involvement in assisting a bank robbery. That's so weird. I know. I know. Is this Patty Hearst of like Hearst? Hearst. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. I had that wrong. Jimmy Carter commuted her sentence. And then Bill Clinton is the one who gave her a full pardon. In his oh. last day of office. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Another notable pardon. Bill Clinton pardoned his brother, Roger Clinton, for drug possession. I think Hamilton would have been against that. I'm sure he would have been. That's he would very have been like, like he would have been like what's what was that? What was the thing he said? Hold on. If I mistake if, not If I mistake not, methinks you cannot pardon thy brother. End quote. <laughs> Is what he would have written down. Exactly. Notable one for Barack Obama. He pardoned Chelsea Manning for her role in leaking classified information to WikiLeaks. So there was a big it was a big deal that um, she was in prison because she wasn't receiving like treatment for being a man who is now transitioning into a woman. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it was a real big thing. And then uh, Barack Obama very famously pardoned her. And now she is out. And then finally... Our dearest one, Donald J. Trump, he, as we've talked about, pardoned famously Joe Arpaio. If you don't know who Joe Arpaio Arpaio is, he was sheriff in 
Arizona. Arizona. Yep. And Arizona, who is just like notorious for racial profiling and profiling um, immigrants, mm. illegal and not, just basically people of color and having them arrested. Like this is all well documented. He was eventually charged for obstruction of justice or contempt of court or something like yep. that and found he was literally found guilty. It was all found guilty. Like he is a guilty man. And Trump came in and was like, oh, you know, I think he's a great dude. Let me just pardon him. Yep. Yep. So just so everybody knows, he was found guilty by our justice system. And then why this is whole thing is important right. literally today is Paul Manafort, who has now been sentenced to seven-ish years and some change yep. of prison for his multitude of crimes that he's committed. Um, he, like the idea of him being pardoned has been tossed around. Trump himself has said that he has not like taken it off the table. Yep. The only way this is not going to happen is if the what's happening in New York, the charges that yep. state the state of New York is bringing against Manafort, if those are seen through and he is found guilty and convicted of prison time through that, Trump cannot pardon that nope. because that That's is a-, a state's rights thing. The only time I've agreed with states' rights. That's not true. I agree with a lot of states' rights, but yeah. Yep. So that's why this is important now. Can you reverse a, a pardon? Like what? Ha- like I, I, no, I, no, nothing. You there's like literally can't. nothing. There's so. nothing you can do. Yeah. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. And you over there. Hey, hey. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. No, it's um presidential pardon. Like I get it. Mm-hmm. Like I get it. There's like it's been used for good. Yeah. Throughout history. Yep. And I think that it's great. But the fact like anytime there's not a check right on something right makes me very uncomfortable. Just purely based on the president that we have now. Right. And that a gentleman, aka Paul Manafort, who has been like publicly convicted of felonies, mm-hmm. plural, can be pardoned. Is right. like I like only just because he's been a loyal like servant to Trump. To Trump. Like right. that to me is right. not an adequate basis for pardoning somebody. Right. That you've just been, you've been loyal to me. You've been good to me. Right. It's like, no, but you also come in a felony. Plural. Ball shot. Like one felony. Okay. One felony. Shame on you. Two felony. Shame on me. Like you can't. <laughs> but I also feel like this is why, like there's no, maybe there should be a law that says every, you know, presidential pardon must go before petition or application to the office of the pardon attorney before and the the pardon attorney must issue uh like a recommendation before the president can pardon this person because right now it's just like they exist yeah but but if the president doesn't right they don't have to go through them and if the president doesn't want to listen to their recommendation like you know yeah see you next tuesday see you next tuesday Jeez, louise yep wow wow but I yeah, know. that's the presidential pardon. That is it. Oh I'm my god, literally sweating. I am so sweaty, and I have to go reapply my makeup because I think it's melted all over my face. I love that, and I think from the tears of laughter that I cried. Oh my god, I'm sorry. Look, I no, you <laughs> are my Hamilton life force. Took over me for this whole episode. I... He was just like, he was like, do me justice. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me a well-intentioned rapper. Make no. me who I am, which is a bitchy queen. Oh my God, he was such a bitchy such queen. Such a bitchy queen. I love him. Love you, Alexander Hamilton. Love you, listeners. Love you. We love you so much, and we will see you next time. 
Guys, thank you so much for listening. Let me tell you, if you liked what you heard today, then you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Get Civical. We're on iTunes Podcast. We're on Spotify. Please like us, rate us, review us. We want to hear your feedback. And if you'd like to call me, you can call us at 347-509-9414. Please call me. Tell me what's going on because I don't know. We love you so much and we can't wait to have you back for next week's episode.